0: Hi, this is Sim Carter. I've got another story from Memoir and More, Past Perfect Imperfect. You know, I'm writing bits of memoir and putting some of them together under the label On the Street Where I Lived stories. I'm hoping to get them published in a book someday. This one dates back to the early 70s. I was 19, still living with my parents on 14th Street in Santa Monica. It's called Boys and Black Coffee. The last thing I wanted was a part-time job that had anything to do with food or uniforms, not after my stint in the employee cafeteria at my mom's work. Still, somehow I ended up hemming a turquoise uniform to work at the snack bar at the grocery store right across the street from our apartment. The snack bar at Vaughn's, if it had any other name, I never knew it, served up mostly cheeseburgers, milkshakes made with scoops of real ice cream, and deep fried chicken, plus a whole lot of coffee. "'especially to the employees. "'I'd see the stock clerks coming, "'and after working there a couple of weeks, "'I learned to grab the pot ahead of time, "'bracing for the gang of them, "'shoving their dimes across the counter, "'jostling for service like overgrown frat boys. "'While they shouldered each other about, "'Roger, the old man of the group at 30-something, "'would take his place at the far end of the snack bar. "'His back against the wall, "'as cool and assured as the lawyer he was prepping to be, "'he slid his coin toward the register.' A wink in place of words. Niles, calling out, Coffee, sweetheart, long before he reached the lunch counter, and make it snappy in his best Humphrey Bogart, was the noisiest of the bunch. You could always tell when Niles was working a register, his line the lengthiest, everyone willing to wait just a little bit longer while Niles juggled your oranges or flipped your box of cereal high in the air before punching in the prices in those pre-scanner days calling out, hey there, how you doing, to every female who passed, both the pretty women and the tired old ladies and the little giggling girls too. Niles made the ordinary chore of grocery shopping just a little bit lighter. In his wake came his odd followers, younger guys wishing they had what Niles had, whatever that was, not impossibly great looks or deep dimples, not football hero muscles, Mm, nothing but high-octane charisma. Armando, big and bashful, wincing at Niles' brashness, asking quietly for, "'A cup of coffee, please, Black?' I always poured his and Roger's first. Niles didn't even notice. He was so busy twisting and shouting, "'Hey, how you doin's?" as longtime favorite customers passed by. "'Are those the same hot dogs I saw here last week?' one of the guys might joke, or, "'You have any that aren't green?' And if between the two of us we could find a Frank that still looked smooth and plump, he might even say, Yeah, okay, let's risk a chili cheese dog. The occasional customer would order a dog smothered in sauerkraut, but mostly the Franks were left to wither and wrinkle, spinning all day on the rack in the glass case, only to be thrown away at the end of the night. Ugh, the amount of food we threw away. The mayonnaise grown crusty and yellow at the edges in its square metal tub. What was left from the pound of cheddar I'd grated early in my shift the onions I'd sliced and diced as my eyes burned and teared, the stink of onions staining my fingers no matter how many times I washed my hands, until Lena taught me how to stop the tears by chewing on a piece of bread and to get rid of the smell with lemon juice. We threw everything away, everything but the fried chicken. Lena insisted we took the chicken home. It's good chicken. I don't want it go fast. Lena was the boss. Short and squat, she peppered her vocabulary with yaws like an old country cliché. She kept her hair still vaguely reddish, with a generous dusting of flowery white under a hairnet, and insisted her employees did the same. Except for Derek. Derek had the most beautiful silky hair in a pale shade of blonde that I coveted. It was the precise tone I labored to duplicate every month with a bottle of Clairol. When he wasn't working at the snack bar... Derek's hair swung just past his shoulder, so bouncy and shiny it could be in a shampoo commercial. But when he was working, he pulled his hair back in a ponytail and shoved it up under a short-haired men's wig. It looked ridiculous with his off-kilter black bow tie and white shirt, the tails of which were constantly slipping out of the two big black pants that slid off his hips and bad rug perched on his head. He must have tried to match his own natural shade, but the platinum wig, devoid of shine, sat on his head like a patch of bleached-out hay, his darker sideburns peeking up from beneath the bristly fake hair. Derek didn't care that he looked ridiculous. Unlike some of his friends who had to cut their long locks just to work at Sears or the corner gas station, he had an after-school job and he still had both his long hair and his mandatory 70s mustache. "'Be good boy, Derek. Bring up tray of chicken, ya, And don't take all day.' Derek would smile all the way to the downstairs cooler where the chicken parts were kept, sneak in a quick smoke and a bathroom break. He'd come back, taking much longer than he should, like always, and Lena would scold him good-naturedly, like always. Derek, Derek, what I'm going to do with you, eh? And shake her head. Lena had Derek show me how to keep the grill clean between orders, using the large metal spatula to scrape the grease, beef drippings, and burnt cheese into the well at the base of the grill. He made sure I knew to save the left side of the grill to toast the buns and grilled cheese sandwiches and to cook the burgers and the patty melts on the right side so the flavors didn't get all mixed up. I watched while he made me one of his top secret recipe vanilla shakes, the muscles in his California brown forearms tightening as he dove down into the freezer, scooping up the vanilla ice cream from the large cardboard tub. The secret? Careful to make sure Lena didn't see, he used an extra scoop of ice cream and not just one two extra long squirts of vanilla syrup. He watched, arms folded, leaning back against the deli counter while I drank it up. Okay, okay, you two, Lena admonished. Get back to work. Derek, you go downstairs and do chicken, yeah? Can I do it after my break? Lena checked the time. Oh, sure, yeah. You take your break now. Excellent. Can she come too? He nodded in my direction. I can show her where everything is. Where everything is? Go on, get out of here. You think I'm stupid? She grabbed a clean spatula and waved it like a weapon in his direction. A month already she's working here. She knows where everything is. Oh, my God, she says to me, laughing as Derek backed away, pretending to fend off her pretend blows. That boy, what am I going to do with him? She laughed. Come on, let's make some fresh coffee, yeah? You know the boys will be here soon. They don't have much time. It was true. They didn't have much time. Me? I was having the time of my life. The story of Derek, who I met there at the snack bar, continues. And I guess I will continue that next week. Thanks for listening.